Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And welcome back. Hello, hello. Hi. How was your weekend? Um, My weekend was fab. <laughs> yeah, you had a really good weekend, I feel like. Did I? What did I do? You went to breweries and stuff and got yeah. outside, took the dog, you were one with nature. Yeah, well, now that some places are starting to have like outdoor seating areas, um, some more of the breweries around us have been opening up. So we've been having a few more excursions uh, and some of them are dog friendly so we can bring our dog. Um, but I also got um, ding dong ditched. <laughs> like doorbell ditched this weekend (laughs) yeah okay so here's the deal you texted me I think on like Saturday or Sunday I can't remember and you were like Mm -hmm. I just got ding dong ditched and I was like excuse me (laughs) I didn't know if you were like what is this like you didn't know what it was or you were just like wait that still happens yeah I just had not heard the phrase in easily 20 years I did not Mm -hmm. know that that was still a thing that happened where like a kid usually a kid but it very well could have been an adult (laughs) comes and rings your doorbell and runs away yeah it was weird I so I heard the doorbell I was sitting on the couch I heard the doorbell my dog heard the doorbell um I got up to check who it was and oh and I heard like footsteps like run away (laughs) after the doorbell I didn't hear laughter but I got up to check and no one was there and so I was like I think I just got doorbell ditched I mean (laughs) you got me (laughs) jokes on me yeah and I told you at the time I was like I just don't even understand the point of it I mean my doorbell rings all the time now with Amazon packages and other deliveries and things and like I just don't I don't even answer the door because they'll just leave it outside Mm -hmm. so in this day and age it just strikes me as an unusual form of entertainment (laughs) to do that to somebody especially in an apartment complex no less yeah I know the only thing I can think of is like the my neighbor above me has a young son so maybe he was doorbell ditching us (laughs) I don't know if he was like around when this happened but uh let's not put the onus on him actually let's not blame the children but um (laughs) but I definitely wasn't hearing things because my dog heard it too so it wasn't just like what's going on there um strange I sort of appreciate I, I don't know on the one hand I'm kind of like really you have nothing better to do with your time and I don't really understand the entertainment value on the other hand I appreciate that there are still relics from like the 80s and 90s like that that are you know still around and that people are still doing like it makes me feel not old and crotchety right it's like the world is cyclical I mean the kids are still pranking they're just pranking on like TikTok and YouTube and stuff yeah it's it's not happening in your own backyard in your own front yard at your own doorstep but maybe here in my neck of the woods they are they're they're like let's try something old school Speaking of old school. Speaking um, of, yes, it's a great segue. This news just broke. Uh, I think it was, maybe it was last week, but it's 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 fairly recent news and it's news that made me so excited. Um, mm. MTV Cribs, the show on MTV that takes you inside the homes of celebrities. A lot of time, A-listers. They got some like top of the top celebrities. 
uh, Cribs is coming back. They're rebooting it. Um, yeah. And it's initially it's premiering on MTV's like international channels. Um, October 26th is the premiere date for I think BST. It's 8 p.m. BST, which is like British summertime or something. So <laughs> I had to look that up. Um, so, it, but it is going to come to the States uh, beginning of next year, early oh. next year, they did say. So um, this new season will have such illuminating celebrities as Caitlyn Jenner, Nickelodeon personality and singer Jojo Siwa, Former Glee star Kevin McHale, aka the ch- the kid in the wheelchair, oh, that's um, him. yeah, okay. and a British singer named Tef- Steph Steflon Don. <laughs> okay, so they're um, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here a little bit in terms of a little bit, but I think like star value. I think this is probably just who they were able to get signed on, and then hopefully other more It'll notable grow. names will will come into the fold yeah and I guess in anticipation of this MTV earlier this year released a compilation oh no excuse me a super compilation (laughs) of some of their best cribs moments um and they said since the only house you've seen the inside of in months is probably your own take a socially distant trip to the homes of your favorite musicians including 50 Cent Snoop Dogg Lil Wayne Redman and more so mm-hmm. they're really kind of like capitalizing on this whole pandemic thing that we're all stuck inside and really um, more than e- probably more than ever, or at least more than in a long time, wanting to be kind of voyeuristic and see inside the homes of others. Yeah. And so you, Natalie, sent me this compilation. It's an hour long, but you uh, encouraged, no, you pled, you pled with me to mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the segment with Lil I, Wayne. I said it, it you wouldn't you wouldn't regret it is what I said. <laughs> and you were not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the segment with Lil Wayne and Brian Baby Williams of Cash Money Millionaires and this was filmed back in 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? This Weezy Wee. And this Cash Money number one stunner. And me and my pa about to show y'all what we call home. And let me just tell you, this is a delight. If you um We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, so we'll put the link to the video in the show notes. Go to go to minute seventeen twenty five and watch this. You will, as Natalie said, you will not regret it. This was a. This is the reason I think that we all were obsessed with cribs. Absolutely. So this is a tour of their New Orleans um, home. It's six bedrooms, six baths, and like Rachel said, this all took place in two thousand four. So this was kind of at the beginning of Wayne's career when he was just you know blowing up. Um, and this home is, I believe, as someone on Reddit described, uh, what outstandingly underwhelming. Is that what they said? <laughs> it's hideous. It is the. It's like so 80s. It's like everyone took every horrible trend from 1986 and like put it in this house. It's. But it's then they like put a lot of money into that particular ugly trend. Yeah. I mean, f- first off the bat, um, we walk through the door and baby says. That ain't a cash money house without a dollar sign. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, it shows their doormat, which is shaped like a dollar sign. Um, Very literal. Very literal interpretation. Uh, I mean, Rachel, what was your favorite part of this house? I mean, (laughs) 
it's not even arguable. Both of our favorite parts of this were the living room where Lil Wayne has installed a hot tub in the mm-hmm. middle of the living room. Set, set the set this set the scene for us a little bit. What does this room look like? I don't even know. Like the inside of a YMCA. <laughs> like it <laughs> there's no ambiance. It's just a room with a hot tub in the middle of it, surrounded by purple vinyl ottomans, I guess, for the waterproof feature. And then there's like a TV. There's a TV and and the hot tub is surrounded by carpeting too. So oh, I forgot you, so about you don't carpet. slip, which is nice when you get out of the hot tub. Um, yeah, but baby goes. We come home sometime, we just want to chill. And I ain't, we ain't want no furniture. We were going to just do something different. Which is confusing because there is furniture in the room. In fact, there's so much furniture in the room, it's like crazy. <laughs> if they were trying to go for like a minimalist, no furniture look, like they really missed the mark because there's a lot of furniture here. Um, another classic like cribs move is when they open up their fridge they take you to the kitchen they say all right let's show you the fridge and they open up the fridge so Lil Wayne opens up the fridge and there's nothing but diet coke (laughs) coca-cola and a plate a plate of just bunch of packages of ground beef and it's dripping blood onto like a plate (laughs) under it and I was like maybe they're having burgers later but or maybe they're not (laughs) some bloody meat it was it was unexplained and it was very unclear what was going on and I at one point I think he was talking about how much he likes drinking soda and he said something like my kidneys aren't gonna make it till I'm 25 and I was like whoa cribs just got dark I know he was so I was like whoa he's really young too yeah (laughs) okay Actually, I just have to point out one more feature. Um, the indoor pool was actually really cool. Yeah, but Lil Wayne said he can't swim. I know, but in keeping with like the YMCA theme <laughs> that you like threw out for this home, I think it went along with that quite well. But it was also, I don't know, it, it was it was nice. Yeah, I I agree. It was it was very nice, and it yeah but yeah overall it did feel like I needed to like check in at the front desk and <laughs> give them my membership card. Get your get your locker key. Yeah, get the um, towel. It was just fun. It was a you know, it was a, a again a fun um, look back, and I'm excited that they're rebooting it, even with these sort of no name celebrities. Hopefully, some bigger ones will sign on. Do we know why Cribs went off the air? Yeah, that's a great question. I couldn't figure it out um, definitively, but I did see one article say that they ran out of houses <laughs> to cover. I find that hard to believe. Celebrities are always buying new houses, like buying and selling houses, right? Like, yeah, this podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe they didn't, maybe they ran out of cele- willing celebrities to let people maybe, into their yeah. homes. But yeah. I did actually, There, there's a weird underbelly of MTV Cribs coverage that I never really knew existed. So I saw several articles mention um, that maybe they perhaps ran out of houses to cover like A-list houses and were forced to sh- sort of show the more ordinary spaces. Um, mm-hmm. That was an article I saw in The Guardian. And I saw others that uh, said that basically a lot of celebrities started using fake homes or they would borrow the home from another celebrity to show off. 
Oh, and so, and I, so they're like pulling the wool over the eyes and deceiving the viewer. Um, I did read something that said Robbie Williams used, um, gosh, who, whose was it? Jane Seymour's house, I believe. Random. Weird. But it's like, like at that point, why wouldn't you just decline the offer? Yeah. It's, it's so much worse to pretend that the house is yours. Um, well, that's interesting. We'll have to maybe look into the dark underbelly of cribs. Uh, <laughs> that, that could make a very interesting piece. I would love to. Um, <laughs> but in any case, cribs is back. And uh, if you have the MTV International channel, you can watch it uh, on October 27th. Or you can just stay tuned for, you know, 2021 when Cribs is supposed to come stateside. Mm. I know I will. If we make it that long. Ooh, morbid. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been watching, as many people have, um, the Nexium documentary on HBO. This is uh, called The Vow, and it's, if you don't know anything about, Rachel, you've been watching it too. Yes. I believe I, <laughs> I used the power of mind manipulation to influence <laughs> you. brainwashed you. me into watching it. <laughs> yes. If you don't know about Nexium, essentially it started off as a self-help program called um, the Executive Success Program. It was started by Keith Raniere, uh, in the early 2000s. So this documentary covers kind of the creation of um, Nexium and how it moved from this self-help movement to this essentially sex cult because the women who were part of this secret society called DOS uh, started, um, some of them were having sex with Keith, the, the, the vanguard is what they called him. It's very complicated, but Um, The reason that we're talking about this is because Keith uh, was indicted by the FBI. He was arrested, is currently in jail, and has pled guilty to uh, a bunch of counts, including human trafficking, fraud, um, along with some other Nexium people. And um, we were like, okay, well, what's going to happen to their houses? Because they were all living in this little community in Albany, New York. Um, what Albany, happens? the <laughs> the heart the of sex bed. cult country. Yeah, and it's not like they lived in these like grand mansions. They lived in like townhouses in this very unassuming <laughs> community. So it's it's really bizarre that like all this horrible stuff, um, was happening. Yeah, it's not like eyes wide shut kind of thing where you have like a really nice house or something. These are really uh, mediocre, modest residences I would say yeah so modest so Keith Ranieri obviously was like the founder of the cult and I guess his house is not under his name it's under the name of one of his girlfriends he had a lot of girlfriends big ladies man ergo the sex cult yeah uh so his home it was a three bed one and a half bath townhouse um and he lived there from 1987 to 19 uh, excuse me, 1987 to 2016. Um, it's very, it's it's not that big, uh, but he still owns apparently a 50% share in the home. So I guess because he is not the full owner, I think 
what's going to happen to it is it's just going to remain in limbo essentially because it's not like he has to forfeit that outright um one house that does have to be forfeited though is Allison Mack um do you remember Allison Mack um I so I never watched it but uh for those who don't know Allison Mack was a star on the tv show Smallville Mm -hmm. and she is uh she was like a huge proponent in this cult and basically kind of like Keith's, I'd say like number two-ish, right? Yeah. So she pled guilty last year, I believe, to several counts of, what was it, like sex trafficking and yep. just and some other like and everything. really gnarly stuff. And then, yeah, like you were telling me her house is actually, has been seized. Is that correct? Yeah, Mac and a few other high-ranking members um, have been ordered to surrender more than half a million dollars, and that includes a Steinway Grand Piano, um, two townhouses, and three commercial buildings to the government, and one of those houses is Allison Mac's house in Albany. Um, she actually moved there <laughs> when she got really into the cult. So yeah, it's... Uh, I really enjoyed the documentary because <laughs> I've actually watched it through several times just because I find... Oh my God, are you kidding me? No, I'm not. <laughs> Folks, I'm laughing because I struggled to get through the first episode. And I yeah. messaged Natalie and said, were you and I watching the same documentary? Um, or I said, does it get better or were you hooked from the jump? And Natalie said, oh, I, I was in it from the get-go. Um, and it's just been a real struggle. Like, I don't know how they managed to take something as fascinating as a sex cult and make it so damn boring. But I, it is a slog for me. And you've watched it. Now you're telling me you've watched it multiple times. Yeah. How far did you get? I'm on episode four. So I'm about halfway okay. through. I feel like you I feel like there's episodes where they talk more about the sex cult part of it that may, might interest you yeah. <laughs> I was like how did you manage to make this boring I mean because it's first... not the, the thing is is like I think people assume that that it started as a sex cult and it didn't start as a sex no. cult. it started as the self-help group yeah but they were also super vague about the the self-help tools like what I really wanted to know, know why did these people get sucked in to Me begin too. with, I didn't understand that. Okay, um, Rachel, I was Googling like ESP. So they do, there's this thing that they do. Like, I want to see this actually like in action. <laughs> they do the, this thing called um, an, ex, ex, yeah, an EM or an exploration of meaning. Yeah. And it's essentially you, it's like a one-on-one session with um, a coach or a proctor that's what they call the people who have like advanced up the up the chain and they basically like lead you through a series of questions about behaviors that you have mm. and I want to see one of those in action and like yeah actually it, yeah. see like how how these people could because these are all not they're not dumb people like no, they they're were, all very well spoken they seem very smart i yeah. totally agree and then there was the other guy with like Tourette's oh yeah the Tourette's one i forgot they, about like, that they like cured a guy of Tourette's supposedly multiple and I'm people just, they claimed that they cured Tourette's yeah and so if that's the case i can see how 
you know, that's proof of things happening. But um, like how? I know. I don't know. I know. I mean, obviously, maybe they don't want to give away their secrets. But then it could also be a copyright thing, too, if Keith has, like, a copyright on these things. And that would make sense. They, they like, can't discuss the ins and outs of this. because Like, that's the only thing I can think of is, like... Yeah. I, that would make... That makes sense. And that said, I did slog through the first couple of episodes, and I'm now <laughs> on the part where the women are getting branded. Mm-hmm. Um they branded are with branded with Keith's Keith and Allison's initials initials mind you. yeah yeah I mean they claim that it was up. like a symbol they claim that it was like it's a symbol for the elements there's like a mountain and then there's a line for like the forests and there's a line for the air and there's a line for water and then someone's like uh turn it to the side and <laughs> you'll see a k or no you'll see an a and an m and then turn it to another way and you'll see a K and an R. <laughs> yeah, I like and how Bonnie described it as being one of those sort of like magic eye things where you have the picture and then there's a picture within the picture and then yeah. suddenly you see it. And, and then you can't not see it. Yeah. All of this, <laughs> all this to say, Natalie and I love watching TV. Uh, I am, and I had said this to you before we started recording, it just brings up questions for me just because we were just talking about the Chris Watts house from the Amer- American murder documentary. And now we're talking about these houses. It's surprising. There's never kind of a one size fits all solution to what happens with, to somebody's home when they are sentenced yeah. to prison. And we do have a story on the matter. That's kind of why we're talking about it. And uh, our story did mention that, you know, obviously it, these homes don't have quite the same amount of stigma that another home where a heinous crime might have taken place would. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some Keith's home, I think they did say some crimes, some sex trafficking crimes occurred there, but it's a little bit different than a murder house. So we'll, we will link to this story in the show notes. And uh, if you want to look for it on Google, you can just type realtor.com and Nexium. That's N-X-I-V-M. It's time for the updates. <laughs> Making moves. Are you ready, Rachel? I was born ready. This is the segment where we fill you in on any new updates for the houses, the previous houses that we talked about. Um Last week, we talked about the Silence of the Lambs house. This was the house that was used uh, to film the scenes in Buffalo Bill's house. And it hit the market. And it's now contingent. Someone wants Buffalo Bill's house. Somebody put the lotion in the basket. So, um, nice, modest home, a Victorian home. uh, And Rachel thought it was hideous. I do not like it. (laughs) Rachel was not into it. I, I, I said this has great bones. You could, to- I, I would totally redo it. Um, there's a lot Inter- of interesting wallpaper. choice of words. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't say it has great skin. I said it has great bones. <laughs> I mean, again, my my issue with it was not the fact that it was Buffalo Bill's house because Buffalo Bill is a fictional character and. <laughs> no murders actually occurred there or Mm -hmm. no skinning of plus size women occurred there. Um, 
it's just a very dated looking Victorian and not my it needs style. a lot of work yeah it needs a lot of work and uh I guess someone wants to take it on so um I mean it would be pretty freaking cool to say that you live in the silence of the lamb's house yeah absolutely especially around this uh, time of year it's so it's on the market for just shy of 300,000. It's contingent and hopefully we'll get a price soon so we can see if they got I'm assuming because it went so quickly they they probably got over asking. Yeah, it's probably going to go over asking and pro- maybe even multiple people. It's a little bit of a bidding war. So yeah. um yeah, we'll keep you posted on that one. Yeah. Um speaking of another creepy house that <laughs> was Natalie's waking nightmare. Uh, we talked about it a couple times on the pod. It is a home in Missouri with nine jail cells out yep. back. The jail cell home. The jail cell house. Uh, it had been taken off the market briefly, and now it's back on just in yeah. time for Halloween. <laughs> we didn't know why it was taken off. It was very mysterious. mysterious. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it uh, was. We and you, you did try to do some research. You contacted the agent. I did. Never heard back. If yeah. you're interested in checking it out, we'll put the link in the show notes too. This one was built in 1875, and uh, it's a very nice home on on the inside. It's been upgraded, but yes, the <laughs> the jail portion of this home is graphic. Yeah, it starts. Um, you you get a whiff of the jail cell uh, in photo thirty two on the listing page, and photo thirty three, you are fully immersed. <laughs> you are immersed. You are inside the jail cell, um, or, or the jail, and then you can see the the cells. It's really weird. Apparently, the reason that there's jail cells was because the what the sheriff lived in the house. Mm-hmm. In olden times? In, yeah, back in the 1800s, the sheriff lived in the house, and I guess that was just a thing, is to have the jail. You kept your <laughs> it was prisoners. A, it was a good commute. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, um, we were surprised to see that come on, but it's back. Um, anyway, that's Making Moves. Those are your updates for the week, and come back next week. I'm sure we will have a few more. All right, let's move on to winners and losers. Uh, We're going to pick one real estate loser and one winner. And Rachel, tell us who our loser for the week is. Our loser is... (laughs) Oh, my word. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I should not feel bad about saying this. A loser is comedian Russell Peters and his ugly ass house we went in on this house last time we talked about it um he this house is it's a huge property and that's why it's priced so high um but the reason that he's our loser is because uh he took nearly a million dollar loss yeah so it was priced initially at 8.5 million dollars he did sell it for 7.8 Mm-hmm. Um, may not be a big deal to him, uh, but yeah, it's still a loss. But it's a big deal to us here. It's a big party. deal to us. It's still a <laughs> loss. Uh, I don't think that any of us thought that it was going to go for asking or over asking. It's not, uh, in our minds, an attractive home. 
Again, no. check out the link in the show notes and you can see what we mean and you can fight us if you want to. <laughs> it's on 1.45 acres uh, and it's in Hidden Hills, California. So, you know, just kind of northwest of Los Angeles. And uh, it's, I think I classified it as very like Kardashian, like the whole, the the interiors, just kind of like early seasons of keeping up with the Kardashians um it's it's just very heavy there's definitely something that I would probably characterize as a man cave in there with an aquarium and these like space chairs that you said that you've seen at Pier 1 or something yeah Um, restoration hardware I mean there's yeah big heavy wood like wall paneling red walls it's just it doesn't look modern at all it, it and needs it, an update yeah exactly and it it seems a little bit more than cosmetic it seems like um not like you can give it a fresh coat paint and it'll look great mm-hmm. it's a little bit more structural um anyway but he sold it so blessed to the buyer uh, yeah it was on the market for 123 days so I think it at a certain point he was just ready he was yeah he was ready <laughs> but for that he is our loser he is our winner this week is Let me say it. oh my gosh <laughs> we finally have an end to this story katie perry and orlando bloom um, they're our winners because they bought a house in Montecito officially. There were so many, you know, rumors and photos of them looking in Montecito, touring houses. Um, then there was word that they had bought a place, but we didn't know where. We didn't know how much they paid. And now we know that they plunked down uh, $14.2 million. And the reason that they're our winners is because that was vastly less than the house was listed for um it was originally listed in spring 2019 for 20 million and so for their little big discount there are winners yeah good for them i'm actually impressed that they got that much of a deal because it typically okay so from spring 2019 now so it's been on for like a year and a half I feel like that's pretty standard for a $20 million house. And the house saw a price cut before um, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom actually put in their offer and and the offer was accepted. So, um, yeah, I think it's I think this was a good real estate deal for them. It's really beautiful. Did you see the kitchen? They've wallpapered the ceiling. Yeah, the kitchen is the kitchen's interesting. Um, <laughs> that's exactly how I would describe it too. I can't decide how I feel about it. It's interesting. Yeah. It, it's not, I mean, it's definitely not just like a standard white kitchen, which I can appreciate. Like it has, it has wallpaper. It has yeah, some personality. Uh, I think it might have too much personality. Yeah. But look at these views though. It is. It's a really beautiful home. You know, I love a Spanish style home. There's so um, much outdoor space. There's so yeah. many trees. Like, well, they've it's, been looking for a while, so it seems like they really, um, you know, nails down the right house with the right deal. Yeah, there's ocean views. It's it's a gorgeous house. So for that, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are our winners of the week. 
And that is it for House Party. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. Um, Also, please give us a rating and write us a review. That helps people find our show. Um, If you want to check out any of the stories that we talked about today, you can go to the show notes in your podcast app, or you can go to Google, type in Realtor.com and the topic, or you can go to Realtor.com slash news. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us. We are podcast at Realtor.com. That's singular, podcast at Realtor.com. Or you can find us on whatever social media channel you like to use. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our handle is at HousePartyPod on all three. Thanks so much for hitting play. And we will catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.